The opinions expressed in the following program are my own. I'm just one of the two Canadian dudes, and I got an opinion to share with you today, and I'm really glad you're listening. This is The Awakener. The importance of this treaty transcends numbers. We have listened to the wisdom of, in an old Russian maxim. Though my pronunciation may give you difficulty, the maxim is dovayai no provayai. Trust but verify. <laughs> You repeat that at every meeting. <laughs> Welcome to the Awakener Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Awakener. Before I begin, once again, thank you to all my fans. Thank you to all of you who email me. I really appreciate it. The Awakener Podcast is something much different than most podcasts that are out there right now. A lot of people are talking about a lot of daily events, the masking, the coronavirus, the vaccines. Well, duh, it doesn't obviously, it doesn't make sense. We know this. So let's move on. Let's try to go back and let's try to figure out everything that is going on. This entire package, the entire cookie. When did we start losing ourselves to this craziness and what is actually happening in this world? If you visit my website, theawakener.ca, I will tell you what's going on in this world. I do not have all the answers. There is nobody that has all of them. I will tell you, however, that if you study world history and you put two and two together and look at the links, you can easily see this battle that is taking place right now. Yes, there is a battle or a war taking place right now. My belief has been that you are five years away from a full-on nuclear war that is going to take the lives of one-third of humanity. I have said that on my podcast many times because I can see this daily struggle or this battle that's going on. I can see the signaling. I can see how coronavirus was released. And you owe it to yourself to go to the grocery store and to buy canned foods. You owe it to yourself to speak to your family and your loved ones and to get prepped and organized. Because this battle has already encompassed the entire globe. And this pot that is sitting on the stove is starting to come to a boil. In that podcast, in the beginning of the podcast... You listened to that clip and you saw Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev talking about how trust but verify. It was uh, Ronald Reagan was basically trying to drop a joke to Gorbachev at the time about a Russian proverb where they talk about trust but verify. To understand everything and go back to the beginning, you have to look at Soros, these globalist people. Okay, Soros came out of the CIA and one by one the Soviets played ball. And collapsed each one of their territories. And then the Soviet Union collapsed in this grander fashion. If you go back to the 1970s, the United States of America could not be beat in a, in a nuclear exchange. And the Soviet Union knew that at this time. The, if you go on Netflix and you watch the movie, The Courier, you can listen to Khrushchev even talk about it. They talk about nuclear missiles, technology, and they knew that in a full nuclear exchange with the United States of America, that the world would be destroyed, but there would be nothing left of the Soviets. The Soviet Union, communism, China would be completely eradicated. 
would be completely eradicated while there would be remnants of America that would survive. This is why you have to understand the next level warfare stuff, which is then you have to lie to your enemy and pretend that the Iron Curtain was over and they sold us in grandeur fashion using Soros where the Soviet Union gave up all its territories and argued that basically they had been gone away or the Soviet Union was gone. Communism is now over and then ushered in a 50-year period or four-year period where America, Canada, and the Western world let its guard down and everybody really forgot what communism was. Everybody forgot how communists are horrible people. Well, they're starting to figure it out now. Like Juicy Smollett, these people are communists. They're horrible fucking people. They all are. Communism is an ideology that is flawed and it is evil from its very foundation. It is impossible to enact it. And these, this evil side thought they could get us into a war or beat us in a war and take us over if they lied to us and sold us this lie. They have given up everything. When you see Biden meeting with Putin and there's troops on Ukraine's border, this is not about Ukraine. This goes all the way back to all of these Iron Curtain territories were slowly given up by Russia in this trade to convince us the Iron Curtain was done. Do you think about it? Back at the beginning, if Soros was actually doing cause for good, two things would have happened. First of all, the Soviet Union would have crushed the first rebellion in Hungary. When George Soros was setting up his foundation in 1984 and those revolutions that happened in 88, 89, all the stuff that led up to that, the Soviet Union would have just rolled tanks and done away with it. Okay. Second of all, George Soros then wouldn't have changed after having success in Europe and then focused on a major, major rebellion inside the United States, funding with big money, the likes, this explains Obama's presidency. Obama was the communist plant. This is what I've told you from day one. They were setting up the demise of America, Israel, and the takeover of Saudi Arabia for the communists to do a complete global power structure change. This is why the media is attacking Saudi Arabia like you wouldn't believe right now. Listen, the Middle East is not perfect, but Saudi Arabia has been aligned with the United States of America, and they are maybe the most progressive Middle Eastern nation other than Israel, right? It might not be completely progressive, but it's much different than Iran. Its citizens can actually, women can actually go out there and drive, believe it or not. Now, this takes us back to where we are today. Clinton's private email server appears to have been set up in late 2008 or early 2009, just before she was confirmed as Secretary of State. At this time, the FBI discovered a Russian bribery plot tying the Clinton Foundation to the purchase of Uranium One by Rose Adam. The FBI was already seeing weird things and corruption practices inside the State Department at this time. And she says she then used it for both her private and public emails throughout her four years in office. It was not, however, until March of 2013 that we saw the first reports that would eventually reveal she was using this private email for all of her official business. She has said it was just for convenience and she has dismissed the entire affair as basically a partisan tempest in a teapot. Listen. Let's take a deep breath here. Everything I did was permitted by law and regulation. Ha, ha, ha. Still, it took until December of 2014 for her to turn over 50,000 printed pages of emails to the State Department. And it took until March of 2015 
um, almost two years after she had left office for it to become clear that she had been using this private email and that she had handed over 30,000 emails and that 31,000, almost 32,000 had been deleted in this. Now, at this time, the FBI, upper echelon heads, know that something is very, very bad. I've explained this from the people think Comey was after Trump and all this trap. People have not listened to my podcast. You need to go back and you need to listen why they use the en enemy's own energy against them. People inside the FBI leadership at this time knew full well that something very devious was going on. They knew about Hillary's email server. People like Flynn figured it out and that they all were trying to organize and what they could possibly do to investigate this corruption. They realized they couldn't do anything because the previous president of, of America, Barack Obama, was organizing all this shit. And he has the ability without congressional approval to have a nuclear war for 60 days. So nothing could be done when Obama was in office. Hello. To, to get to the corruption and to bring the corruption out in a public light, there had to be a fa uh, multiple steps that had to take place. Okay, understand that. First of all, Russia and China are on the back end of this deal with thousands and thousands of nuclear missiles. They have gained huge technology on us in the last 10 years when Obama was president and just before that. They now sit very, very close to us strategically in a military setting. Maybe both combined are actually stronger than us when they work together. Now, the FBI always wanted to bring the truth out, but they could never do it. First of all, they had to put somebody in office that would seize the U.S. presidency and then operate their agenda for four years while they strategically did things to announce the treason. They, this person they put in office... They pretended like never worked for them. They hated this person, but then they cleaned house. The first step, they cleaned house with the upper echelon FBI, which were tagged under the Mueller investigation. The second thing that happened after that, the impeachment scandal. Once Trump was being impeached, they started working on Hunter Biden's laptop, Hunter Biden's stuff, and the investigation was still ongoing, which is going today. Now, continue listening to this clip, okay? Process. It was all being handled by a private server in her home. That's when that also became clear, meaning the government never possessed a complete record of her official communications while she was in office. Clinton said at that time she had handed over a grand total of all of these messages, and basically she said they, the ones she deleted were personal. And she's been very careful about what she said about the nature of classified information. First of all, she said there was no classified information in her messages, and now she's saying this. Listen. I am confident that I never sent nor received any information that was classified at the time it was sent and received. And now we've reached this point where her team has now handed over to the Justice Department that server that was in her home, that private server, even as the candidate has laughed off questions about whether or not the hard drive has been wiped of information. Listen. You should go back to Comey's testimony and then listen to him again, where he told that the FBI was not allowed to have access to the server. It should make sense to you why Comey came forward. It should also make sense to you why somebody leaked the tarmac meeting where Hillary's email investigation was clearly going on. Hillary was running for office. And then this tarmac meeting goes public for some reporter that happened to be there. Who was tagging these phone calls? Was it Admiral Mike Rogers? What was actually happening? Then Comey sees this and then he comes forward. This should all make sense to you. Trump's presidency, the, the four years that he was in, was just organized chaos to disguise to Russia and China that they could possibly wait out this four-year mess 
This is why they did what they did. First of all, they started with the dossier that was funded. They surveilled Trump's campaign. Then there was the impeachment scandal, the Russian collusion. Then the coronavirus, the biological weapon. The biological weapon, quite frankly, that is pretty fucking sissy sauce. There's other things that could have been released maybe at that time. There could have been maybe the spike protein attached to MERS. There could have been another coronavirus that was merged with MERS. There's a plethora of other biological weapons that they're doing gain of function on that could have come out of the lab at this time. It didn't. You saw a weak coronavirus come at this time. Now, back to this clip. What, like with a cloth or something? No. Well, no. So in the end, the questions that have been raised by all of this come down to three really key ones here. First of all, members of Congress and other officials want to know, did she violate some basic, let me get this over here where you can see it, did she violate some basic regulations about keeping records by relying so heavily on a private system instead of a government email account? Second, what was in all those deleted emails? Right now, we have only her word that they contain nothing of any importance, they're just personal. And third, was any classified information left vulnerable by her email practices, Wolf? These are the three questions that are coming out of that timeline that continue to drive this story. So I want you, I want you to think logically for a second here. If Russia has already done this KGB thing where, where they organize this dossier and Obama has sucked them into this nonsense, and then Obama has then sucked in China with this coronavirus release, do you think that this is gonna get any better? Do you think that all of a sudden the enemy is just going to fold? I want you to think strategically about where the Soviets see themselves at, because I'm going to call them the Soviets still, okay? So the Soviet Union has given up all of its territory, Hungary, Poland, Czechoslovakia, Ukraine, all these strategic areas. This is why there's $175,000 or 175,000 soldiers on the border of Ukraine. This has nothing to do with just Ukraine. It's to do that the Soviets have backed themselves into territory or backed themselves through the loss of their territory in the corner. So where do they see themselves in 30 years time? Let's let they know that Hunter Biden's investigation is still going on. They know what Trump is really there for. They know what's going on. So if the truth ever came out, where do Russia and China see themselves in 30 years time? When they face an awakening Europe that is all of a sudden awoken to communism and what wokeism and, and Jesse Small and all these communists are actually evil people. When they actually wake up and find out that they were almost done in for. What do you think is going to happen? They're never going to trust that trust but verify. They're never going to trust Russia and China ever again. The Soviets, not, not a chance, right? So ask yourself again, one last time, if you were military agents, soldiers, intelligence, and you were sitting down together in a meeting, strategizing about the United States of America and how to take out the United States of America, and all of a sudden, the rest of the U.S. has woken up, and nobody's nobody is voting for the establishment in the U.S. anymore. You see the United States of America start to vote for lower taxes and new weapons technology, new nuclear missiles, lasers in outer space. Where do Russia and China see themselves in 30 years' time if America starts to get powerful? They're toast. They will never beat the United States of America in a war ever again. You owe it to yourself to go to the grocery store and to start, start preparing. Stop arguing about masks. The masks don't work. Stop arguing about all this nonsense. The vaccines, we know the vaccines are bad. I told you from the very beginning, the vaccines are bad. When you email me and we talk about the vaccines, we, I've told you over and over again, the vaccines are bad. The whole fault in all of this right now that is happening is that Trump's side and Obama's side are clearly at war with each other. The United States of America has its own agenda 
to promote Western imperialism across the world. JFK told you that. Both sides are getting involved in this grandeur stuff while not telling you the battle that is going on. Stack up water, gasoline, start reading your Bible. This is stuff that I would recommend you actually do. Okay? Let me kind of put something into perspective here, okay? So everyone thinks, I know I have, I know I have, I have people that listen to this podcast that think that the vaccines are population control that Trump somehow released these vaccines. So if you think about the logical steps to this, so China and Russia then uh, worked on, and the establishment U.S. worked on releasing this biological weapon on us to kill mainly old people who typically vote conservative or Republican, okay, uh, to, to affect our economy, to slow us down, to, to collapse our world economy. So if this virus was engineered never to go anywhere and to keep constantly mutating with different variations, and Trump knew this, and let's say that Trump was a psychopath. Let's just say hypothetically Trump was a psychopath. All these people who are scared of coronavirus, the media is, is, is walking them to this fear that will never get past. And then Trump releases this vaccine, which if people follow the boosters for eight single times, you follow oh, you have a third booster, a fourth booster, a fifth booster. What happens to all these people who followed to the eighth booster? They're probably going to die. What if Trump's answer was then to release this vaccine where the cabal had no choice but to embrace the vaccine because people are looking for any kind of cure. And then they march this fear and those who are most afraid are most likely never to be awoken and will literally follow eight booster shots to their deaths. Who is left then inside America, Canada, the Western world at that point? Only the people that are awake. There are so many levels to this war that I do not have the answer to. There are so many levels to this battle that's going on right now that nobody can figure out. But there is a war that's going on, this tug of war that you can see, this tug of war that I'm in tune with, that you're in tune with if you listen to this podcast, where you see Evergreen in the Suez Canal, where you see Red Dawn by COVID, and then you see this explosion. This is, you know, these are the things that we can see because we're tuned in. The general population does not see this battle yet, but in very, very short order, this battle will become front and center. This is specifically why I think that Trump did what he did. I do not believe that Trump is a psychopath. I believe Trump released this vaccine because this vaccine was planned to us at a later time. I believe Hillary would have rode this coronavirus for three or four years with absolutely no cure and decimated our world economy and kept everybody inside. I believe that there would have been no dissenting voice, and I believe that those who are good law-abiding citizens would have been granted uh, a chip implant and perhaps this vaccine at a later time to keep them alive in a world war. We don't know. There is a plethora of reasons why these vaccines came out. And my opinion is that people should have a right to decide whether they want the vaccine or not. Clearly something is going on and we have a right not to be involved in it. I don't want to take, I personally haven't taken the vaccines yet because I do not trust what is going on right now. Then that's what I've just told. If you, if you are scared of coronavirus, you go get vaccinated and let's have our freedom back. But it should be very clear to you that there is going to be no freedom from coronavirus. There is no going back. That should be obvious. There is no, there, coronavirus is never going to go away. Okay? Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, to this podcast. I do appreciate 
all of you. I appreciate the emails. I just want us to go back, look at some common sense and kind of see the battle that we are facing and the battle that is to come. Because quite frankly, the truth is going to come out. And I do not believe that there is going to be another election for the U.S. presidency ever again. And at that point, Russia and China will do anything possible to fight for their position in the world. The globalists will fight for their position in the world because they'll be losing it. This is a very messy battle. And if you don't think this battle is going to be messy globally, think about this for a second. China released COVID on its own citizens to then transmit it to the United States of America to get us to decimate our world economy. What happens when the Chinese population realizes their government released this virus on them to get the United States of America? What happens when Chinese citizens realize their government did this to them first because their government doesn't care anything about them? What happens when the next virus is released? This is the battle we are. Fa- this battle is going to be unlike anything the world has ever seen. It is going to be global, and you owe it to yourself to prepare. I am the awakener, and you are the awakened.